0: Back of the Packers, Winderlich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. That's a mark to Zaha Rakes. Zaha Rakes has kicked the goal. The Bombers are in front of the G. It's time to strap in and get ready. The leaders in AFL Super Coach are incoming. Helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Hurry.
2: Welcome to the Insight AFL show. I am your host, the super coach, Big Horse, and I'm here to run you through the last week's worth of practice matches for the upcoming AFL season. But before we proceed, if you haven't yet, please like and subscribe and even better, jump into our Discord. Insight Unlimited is coming up very soon. You'll get access to everything we do. Our insights, our trades, our captains, exclusive premium QA for every round of Supercoach and a few other cool perks as well. Entry to our Discord, of course, will always be free. If you wanted to get involved in the Community and Talk Super Coach or Fantasy Sports, click on the link below. Our fifty-dollar cash league is up and running now. Also, so if you're interested in taking part in that this year, please comment below and we'll send you the details. Now, this is just going to be a nice little quick potty uh, for those of you in the AFL SuperCoach community that are wondering how the practice matches are tracking across Australia at the moment. Uh, we've had eyes on almost every practice match or match simulation, as you will. Uh, barring one over at West Coast, and I will give credit to Nerds for Life for providing the detail for that. Uh, You'll find them on Twitter and on Facebook and on YouTube if you're looking for a nice little watch there. But in regards to practice matches, we do have quite a few here that we'll run through and some very super coach relevant players as well. So without further ado, we'll get stuck into that. But our first sponsor, of course, the one that's been with us right from the start, the Standard Squeeze. Helping you drink responsibly and conveniently, you can go to their website, thestandardsqueeze.com and use the code insight15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. So the first practice match we're going to talk about today is the Fremantle practice match, which was run on the 27th of January. A few notable points out of this one. And the first one is Sean Darcy. So he was limited in this one. He's racing the clock to be fit in time for round one. So if you're looking at him as a potential pod, I would steer clear of him. He's not right. Luke Jackson rucked for the majority of the day uh, alongside a couple of the other rucks there. He'll be your number one pick. And if he's ready to go by himself round one and there's no side of Sean Darcy, he might be a very nice sneaky pick to start the year with a forward ruck eligibility. Caleb Sarong, priced at 621K, absolutely dominated the midfield. For those of you that had him last year, uh, even for those of you that didn't, you would be aware of how well this guy played and sort of burst on the scene as a super coach-relevant player last year. Strung together a, a few 130s in a row and finished with a really nice average. If he's that number one mid there at Fremantle again, he's definitely on the radar. For me, I feel as though he's surpassed Brayshaw there as the number one mid. Brayshaw, yes, we know he accumulates the ball, but when we're talking super coach and super coach points, Caleb Sarong is more damaging points wise. A big talking point out of the Fremantle practice match is Nat Fife. 283k mid forward eligibility. He played almost the entire match as a midfielder and looked good. There's some uh, clips getting around of him taking a nice grab off an intercept from Fredericks. He does look really nice and the fittest, as he said, in the last couple of years. And he's come in with his first uninterrupted preseason in some time. So if he can keep his body together and roll into round one, the way he is now, you'd be silly not to pick him, given that 10 seasons in a row, he averaged over 100. Hayden Young played 100% of the game in the midfield, 525k. There's people jumping up and down about Hayden Young and his ability to to score well and through the Fremantle midfield. For me, I'm not so sold because you've got the likes of Fife. You've got the likes of Matthew Johnson, who will come up on a later podcast. You've got Brayshaw. You've got Sarong. So there's fours just straight off the bat. You've got Luke Jackson, who plays as another midfielder. If you believe that he's going to average you north of 100, then the 525K might be okay. But with that kind of midfield and Hayden Young being the player that he is, he, he did dominate across halfback for them alongside Luke, Luke Ryan, and he's priced accordingly. But as a midfielder, I want to see the proof in the pudding first before I put my agates on the line and pick him in my side. A rookie priced player, though, out of Fremantle is Hugh Davis or Hugh Davies, sorry. 123k defender, looked really good by all reports, rebounding the ball from inside D50. Definitely one to watch if you're looking for a rookie from the Fremantle Footy Club or from your or for your defensive eight in your super coach side. The next match we'll get into is the North Melbourne practice match, which I was lucky enough to swing by and have a quick look at on Australia Day. Callum Coleman Jones will be Ekshiri's replacement. He's 250k forward, but I'm not sold either. He's um he looked good against Finbar Malley at times. Finbar with a better tank will overtake him eventually. He did start well, but faded quite quickly. There's a big concern here for me in the North Melbourne Footy Club and the Rucks. If you're talking at like Shiri who struggles to string six games together before getting hurt, as evidenced by him hurting his cheekbone in the preseason again this year, uh, CCJ and then who have you got to back up? You may have Hugh Greenwood. Jeez, it's looked pretty thin there, so I'm not sold. If he does start round one, it could be a nice little cash generator. But again, it's it's a no go for me. Jai Simkin, four hundred and forty three k mid looked really nice through the midfield. But again, we know that he's just as likely to score your hundred and twenty as what he is a seventy five. That inconsistently that inconsistency, sorry, tends to earn me clear of or to steer clear of Jai Simkin. LDU at six hundred and thirty five k looks really fit and moved really well. He's got a very favorable matchup in the first six rounds as well, where he does average north of 110. We'll get into those stats in a later pod as well. Dylan Stevens, he played on the wing after crossing from Sydney last year and looked really nice. 324K. What I mean by really nice is there were some reports that he did start off slow, and yes, he did. But as anyone does at a new club, you've got to find chemistry first. So as the game wore on, he found his spots, used the ball well. He is one of the fittest at the Kangaroos. He will play on the wing there. And for me, he's pretty much locked in to start round one. And, and injury aside, he may be there for the whole year. So at 324K, there may be some value there. Charlie Cummins, one I'll speak about that not many people have. Again, he is injury prone, so to speak. But at 227K, he looks really good in defense, really strong, takes a nice grab. I want to see a little bit more of him before committing to it, but it has perked my ears up a little bit with young Charlie. Probably the biggest surprise out of the North Melbourne Footy Club is Bagua Nguyen, who has transferred across or was um, traded to the North Melbourne Footy Club from Richmond last year. Didn't really get much of a go at Richmond, but started in their ones team. And he looks as though he's in line for an early round one uh, call-up. He looked really nice. As an intercepting defender, used the ball well. He's quite athletic. We know he's quite lean, but geez, he looked good in the air. If he's picked... He's 123K and as a forward as well. We know we're struggling for cheap forwards. He could be the way to go. He's not going to average you 80, 90 points, but for someone that's going to generate you a little bit of cash averaging your 60 to 65, you could definitely do worse. McKircher and Dersma, they both looked in, locked in. McKircher is my sneaky to start the year as the rookie of the year or the Norwich Rising Star, for those of you that have been playing this game for a long time. Dersma looks really good too, and I know Harley reads out there and he's a superstar, but McKercha, oh, my God, he looks fucking sensational. Georgie Wardlaw, 365K at that awkward price, but I can tell you now, he looks bigger, he looks fitter, he just looked better. There's a stat getting around that Clayton Oliver in his first year averaged 67 and then jumped to 110 in his second season. For Super Coach, I don't think we'll see that kind of an improvement out of Georgie Wardlaw, but, my God, if he can average 95 to 100, the man, he's the man. I'm a big fan of this guy.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
2: Let's move on to the yesterday practice match that occurred on the 25th of January and that happened down at the Hangar. A few nice little talking points is Nick Martin looks legit of halfback. The man was a pig when it came to finding the footy. Alongside Merriton Parrish, he was probably, yeah, they were the top three from what I've got here with my notes from the onlookers that we had. Found the ball at will, used the ball well, I think at 490K, 492, I think he is, I think that's cheap, and he's in my side. He looks really nice. And that's just not talking from a one-eyed Essendon supporter, but we've seen a rookie year where he was really good, scored really well. They played him off a wing and started to integrate him into the middle last year. Third year, a lot of players make that jump when we're talking super coach, but not just super coach, AFL in general. He's prime for a breakout year, and this is where I believe he takes that next step into All-Australian status and averages your 100 if he stays as a backman, mid-defender eligible as well come round six, that has Juicy written all over it. Sam Durham was another standout, 364K mid, attended a lot of CBAs. I like the bloke, but from a super coach point of view, again, just as likely to score you 110 as what he is in 80, so it's a big no from me. Jake Gresham played spurts through the midfield as a 373K forward. He has been priced over 500 in the past, but you just don't know with this man, so I'm staying well clear. And two rookie price players that I will mention, Nate Caddy, he looks like an absolute steal in this draft. He's doing special things at this, and he will play round one, 166K. There'll be games where he'll get you 90, but there'll be games where he'll get you 40. That's pretty standard for a forward as a rookie and super coach. It will be frustrating at times, but this man has serious talent. Zach Reid, is a forgotten man. 123K, he has probably been the pick of the younger players this preseason at Essendon. He's put on noticeable size. He's fit. He's moving well. If he can keep his body right at 123K as a defender as well, my God, great value there. Melbourne's practice match, which was also played on Australia Day, the 26th of January. We only have a, a couple of notes from this game, but nevertheless, we're going to share them with you. Jack Billings, 243k midfielder or forward, sorry, played most of the game on the wing. We know he's averaged north of 90 to 95 in the past. If he's got that spot locked down on the wing, he's straight in. Uses the ball well, lovely clean left foot. Those inside forward 50 delivery, he just yeah, just screams value there, 243k. A rookie that hasn't really been getting the attention of McKercha and Dersma and Reed this preseason is Caleb Windsor, 180k forward, mid, started on the wing, moved into the middle, got some CBAs in the practice match, but reading up on his notes from this game and also from uh, his draft year, probably the best player on the outside, really good clean skills, similar to McKercher, uses the ball really well, has got a big motor, Melbourne speak very highly of this young man, Watch this space with him. If he's in round one, could be some really nice value there as well. Trent Rivers at 474K as a defender in Supercoach. That could scream value. Ran through the midfield and dominated all day alongside the man we know as the sex track, Christian Padraca, 667K mid-elite. Best on ground by the length of the Flemington straight. If Clayton Oliver's out for an extended amount of time, We've spoken about Angus Brayshaw. We've spoken about Todd Viney. Sorry, not Todd Viney. Jack Viney. Todd Viney is his old man. Trent Rivers may be the primary beneficiary of Clayton Oliver having the extended leave. So uh, Brayshaw is still playing amongst the halfbacks, as evidenced by the practice match. Was getting a lot of the ball, but if Trent Rivers is running through the midfield, we saw the way he scored last year without Oliver in the side. Could be a nice pick. Our next lot of practice matches are going to be brought to you by Bonus Bank. Bonus Bank is Australia's number one match betting site. You can go to bonusbank.com.au and use the code INSIGHT to get yourself 25% off your first month of their premium subscription and start tax-free and make risk-free money today. The Hawthorne practice match, which was played on the 25th of January. A few notable performers here, Sicily. He was just getting the ball at will. Whenever Hawthorne are in trouble, they look to get the ball in his hands. At 637K, I feel that's a discounted price. This man is going to be top three for super coaches. Down back this year, alongside Nick Dacos and potentially Tommy Stewart, depending on how he goes and what role he plays at John Long. He's in my side. He's he's a super coach pig. Connor McDonald, 381K mid. Played midfield all day and by our reports was one of their better performers. Probably just at that awkward price alongside CJ. He ran up and down the wing all day, 347k defender. I think there's better value elsewhere with those two. Nick Watson, 189k mid-forward, was very exciting up forward. Pardon me, when he didn't have the ball... He was creating that perceived pressure. For those of you that have played footy before, perceived pressure is rushing the opposition player into, into a mistake. He looks like he's going to be legit. And that little mo- mosquito fleet that Hawthorne are going to have with him and, and Ginnifan and these sorts of players more, look, it looks fairly handy. They're, they're creating a nice little side there at Hawthorne. Uh, McKenzie, 272K forward. He looked good in the midfield, but as he did in last year's preseason. He looked really good. He knocked out a hundred in a practice match. Everyone was all about him and proceeded to shit the bed, only making just north of a hundred K in last year's super coach. There is definitely better options there for me. The two picks, Nick Watson, depending on how he, he shapes up in the next couple of practice matches and James Sicily are the two I'll be keeping an eye on. Our last practice match. Thanks to the guys at Nerds for Life have provided us the intel on this one. That was on the twenty fourth of January. Harley Reed was sensational. We've sung his praises before. He's from, or well, not far away from here in Central Vic. He he's just a sensational bloke and a sensational talent. Played half back and threw the guts all game. Just pick him. If you don't pick him, you're going to miss out on a lot of money. The guy can do just about everything. They match a big up on him. He's great at below his knees. They match a small on him, and he can outmark people. He's very elusive. He'll go forward. He'll kick goals this year alongside mckercher my picks for the Rookie of the Year. Clay Hall, who hasn't really been spoken about much either, 117K mid, look really nice in their practice match and could play early. Watch the next couple of practice matches to see how they use Clay Hall, whether it is as a deep forward, whether he's in their ones or whether he's biting his time in the twos to build his motor. Yo at 447K looks really fit and he's firing at the moment. But as we all know, He's, his body just lets him down time after time. So if you're willing to take that risk and go, Hey, come on, I just need, you know, 10 to 12 games, move on from him, whatever. You're not going to get a full season out of him. My theory is, is he's at the back end of his career. They're probably going to manage him. There, there was a good article that was released by Fox footy a couple of days ago in saying that there's potential that they may be even worse this year, given that they've gotten younger and they've lost a lot of experience. If that's the case, they're not going to push Yo this year. They're going to blood the youngsters. That's that's just what it is, and unfortunately, won't be super coach relevant. I fear. Oscar Allen was prominent up forward, kicking three at 388k. It's a no from me, dog. And Elijah Hewitt, he was really good last year when he when he did play. Missed a couple of games mid season, but he's one to watch as well. If they're putting games into kids, potentially, if he drops price early, he'll be a nice little pickup mid year. The players to watch, we're going to throw out a couple of players here that we want you to keep an eye on in the preseason. But we've got to give a shout out to our other sponsor, Ryan from Astute Newstead. With interest rates hitting us for six lately, I'm sure you've wondered whether your rates are too high or whether you can afford your dream home. You don't have to wonder anymore. You can contact Ryan who offers confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached. Contact him on Instagram at Ryan Astute Newstead and mention us for a free consultation. So I'm going to drop four names here that I want you, the viewers, to keep an eye on in the preseason. I believe there may be some value here. To start off with, Aaron Cadman, Last year's top pick, 127K. So he's dropped 60K from last year, number two pick. Looks noticeably bigger and fitter. His fitness base is good and GWS see him having much more of an impact up forward this year. This is... Almost a no-brainer, if you know that he's going to play. He'll play alongside Jesse Hogan and Riccardi up forward. With the way, the year that he had last year, he's potentially going to take the third tall. This is a recipe for him to be able to lead up the ground, to be able to take his marks, to be able to use the ball going inside 50, and then if they match up someone smaller on him to be able to hit the scoreboard. I see this similar to a a King scenario from Gold Coast last year that some games he may score you 100 but some games you may score your 40. If you're looking to make coin, there's definitely worse you can do than Aaron Cadman. Ollie Wines. For those of you that were watching our podcast last year, you know I'm a big fan of Ollie from the Echuca area. He is looking fit this year. He, he rotated through the forward line with Jason Horn Francis in a match sim that they had early last week. Apologies to the viewers. I couldn't find any more notes on that, but once I do, I will put him in our Discord. I still think he's third in line when we're talking midfielders. Rosie, Butters, they're the top two. They're the way forward for the Port Adelaide Footy Club. I didn't know this, but he was carrying a niggling knee injury last year. And what makes even less sense is that they tried to integrate him onto the wing with a knee injury, which is why he's a little bit discounted. But with the research that's been done in the past, we know Ollie starts slow and then comes on. So just watch this space with Ollie he will potentially become a lot cheaper. And if you're looking for a downgrade throughout the year, you could do worse. Tom Lynch, 287K forward, is back running and progressing well from his injury. All reports are is that he should be back for round one. We know, (coughs) pardon me, how well he can score, but I'm very mindful that big key forwards, we saw by evidence by Jeremy Cameron last year that, he went on a spurt where he scored 130s, 140s for three, four weeks there. And then he had weeks where he was scoring 40, 50. So I'm very mindful not to be carrying too many big forwards, big key forwards. He may be one just given hit that his price is very juicy at below 300k. But we'll drop our team previews later as we move into closer to our season starting. One more I want to bring up, Zach Fisher, who's been touted as a potential halfback flanker alongside um, McKercher at North Melbourne. He is dealing with a hamstring injury. He didn't play in the practice match. He was on a modified program. You'll just have to watch closely. For me, if you're doing a pig string early, it's a massive red flag. In Supercoach, you want players who are going to be playing. And if if he's already done a pig string, They're going to be managing his workloads and that hamstring awareness that they talk about these days. So yeah, for me, Zach Fisher is a no. As I stated earlier, this was just going to be a quick pod to allow our viewers to know what's going on in the AFL atmosphere when we're talking practice matches. But if you haven't already, hit like and subscribe down to my bottom left here We've got some really good content coming up on our Discord as well, so the link will be below. Click on that. Click on AFL. We've got our $50 cash league coming up for Supercoach. We've got our Unlimited League running as well where we've got the guys at SC Rings who are um, kind enough to donate this year's prize to whoever finishes first in our league. They're a beautiful-looking ring as well. But for now, I'll sign off. I will be back in the next couple of days where we will be talking forwards. You won't want to miss that. We've done some pretty decent research and I think you'll find some nice juicy pods in there for your team moving forward. But for now, I'm the Supercoach Big Horse. This is the Insight AFL podcast. See ya.